Welcome to Kyla's Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we're rolling with our latest episode of College Questions. We're so glad that you're listening in. I'm excited about today's question. I'm excited about the guests we have as well. Our question for today is why is doing the little things in life important? Uh, this is a great question, and I'm excited to explore it. Also excited to have my good friend with us. Uh, I met this man four and a half years ago through Force of Martial Arts, and uh, he is my jujitsu coach. Also, my friend, and uh, just grateful for him and uh, and him joining us today. So please welcome to the podcast, Dr. Jeff Woods. Jeff, thanks for coming today, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Glad to do it. It's fun. A little, little awkward today. <laughs> why, why so? Just because of the... Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, a good friend of ours, uh, uh, we were practicing in the gym and uh, just kind of uh, rolled over my knee the wrong way. So I've <laughs> got a little bit of injury coming into this, but... Hey, it's all good. It's a good, man. It's good. <laughs> yeah, if you're interested in jujitsu, come train. This rarely happens. Like, it really yeah. does. No, it, it really, really is super rare. It, so. And pure accident. It could have happened to yes. be walking across the street. So. Exactly. Well, uh, well, man, thanks so much for coming. And uh, just kind of want to roll out the question, you know, to you. You know, what do you think, man? Why, you know, why, do, why is doing the little things important? Yeah, well, and, and you know, uh I'm a professor, and so I can make a simple question complicated. So, you know, uh, it, uh, I, I apologize in advance for, no, that's for getting good. into yeah. this. But, you know, I think at first off, you got to figure out what you mean by, by simple. Mm. And, you know, I think simple things are, are uh, they're short in time. Uh, they can be short in space and duration. Uh but I also think that, you know, most important for me is that they're not complex or they don't seem complex on the surface. Mm. And so, you know, my whole life, what I do for a living is I think about, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a diplomatic and political historian more than anything else. Mm. Do some military history and stuff. Mm. Most of that stuff is strategic level things. Mm. And so when you do strategic level stuff, you're thinking about big pictures, right? And the complexity of all of these different elements and all of these different parts that, that go into that hole. Mm. And you're trying to see it from 30,000 feet and trying to make sense of all mm. of it kind of at the same For time. Sure. Um, as I've gotten older and the more I do that for a living, the more in my private life I spend looking for the simple things mm. and looking for the things that are meaningful, but not necessarily, you know, have all of this complexity about them. Mm. Right. And so, uh, I was, <laughs> it, it, it can be sort of mechanical things that we're talking about. So I was, uh, I was sanding a knife handle the other day. And you go, are you making knives or is this like your, it, it's kind of a hobby. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I got tons of hobby. Well, yeah. and it's why I have hobbies. Mm. 
it's because all my hobbies tend to be, I mean, outside of jujitsu, which jujitsu can get complex if you Mm -hmm. let it for sure. Uh, but, uh, all of my hobbies are, are like simple kind of straightforward things. And so, you know, uh, like working on the knives or, you know, uh, I try to play music, uh, but I play really simple stuff. I don't play anything complex. It's just for me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I, w- I was sanding this this handle on on this knife, and you go from grit to grit, right? And and so you know you you go from like some eighty grit, and then you go to like two twenty, and then you go to like four hundred, and then you go to like a thousand. Mm. And the trick is to get all the scratches out mm. in between. It's incredibly simple and repetitive, and for a lot of people, it's it's boring. Uh, but for me, it's like, it's peace, Mm. you know, and it's associated with, with, with peace for me. Mm. Uh, I think about it like, you know, uh, (laughs) the monks that always follow the Dalai Lama around, they're always Mm. doing mandalas, which are the, you know, the sand things. I think Mm. they're called mandalas. Mm. I always get mandala and mancala fixed up because I know what you're one's the African though, yeah. game and the other one is, sure. is <laughs> like the funny. sand painting, right? Yeah. And, you know, really simple things, very intricate. It ends up being really complex, but they're mm. just kind of, you know, they're just scratching sand and putting it through this little tube mm. and it's, and, you know, it, it couldn't be simpler. Um, or, you know, just sweeping or, you know, like sweeping the floor or like cleaning a countertop. And, the older I get, the more I appreciate those things as um, meditative and calm, calming mm. and, and peaceful. Mm. And they're these great opportunities to be uh, sort of grateful for life, mm. you know? And, and so people talk about um, uh, like mindfulness training and things like that, mm. right? And so I used to do sort of mindfulness stuff first thing when I woke up. And this was particularly when I was really stressed out. And, mm. I, you know, I was a, a university administrator and had a lot of people that I had to, had to take care of and, mm. and look after and things like that. And, uh, so I woke up every morning and tried to do this mindfulness training. And basically it consisted of just sitting there, being quiet, and, and listening. Mm. And, you know, at the beginning of the day when everything's dark and you know the the birds are just starting to be active hmm. you might f- hear a car way off in the distance or something like that but it, you just sort of hone in on that and with that comes this appreciation for being just alive hmm. just actually being able to hear hmm. You know, being able to see and sort of connect, reconnecting to your senses on a really basic level. And that has brought me incredible sort of peace in my life because mm. the rest of it, you know, life's about balance, right? You mm. got to deal with the complex things. And there's so much of your life that's going to be complex. And like it, it just our, our human communication these days, mm. it, it, you know with all of the social media and all that, you know, mm. our, our social relationships mm. are so much more complicated yeah. than they used to be. And, For and sure. you know, maybe they shouldn't be, but they are. Yeah. And 
so finding those places where I can do something simple and straightforward and it doesn't take long, mm. you know, uh, and it, it uh, but those are kind of powerful moments for me. And it, I, I think the older I get, the more I appreciate them because hmm. uh, it makes me slow down. Yeah. You know, and it oh. makes me think about uh, like it just, you know, it makes you grateful for the little things. Uh, no, I'm with you, man. I, uh, I feel like observing, I know in my life, I've not always paid attention to doing the little things or, or like observing small things in life, like you're saying. And I do feel like a lot of people, um, miss out on what you're talking about. And we live, there's probably various reasons, probably another good question. Why, why do we miss the little things? Yeah both accepting responsibility to do little things in life that actually benefit us. We just yeah. are lazy or whatever, Yeah. but also just pay attention to the life things. Like you mentioned the birds or the, I mean the, the rain falling on a roof. I mean, simple things. Yeah. Blade of grass kind of stuff. Oh, right? yeah. fresh cut grass smell. Like yeah. st- I mean th- those things, yeah. right. Those are, I think I, f- I feel like both of those are at play when we talk about what are the little things. I feel like it's an appreciation for what's around us both in life and relationships and creation, but also, man, uh, the opportunity we have to, to do things, right? I, do you remember, or have you heard the quote? I don't know. It's a, it's a military, like a retired general. And he made a statement. He said, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. Yeah. Have you heard that? Oh one? yeah. 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 And yeah. I think he wrote a book on it. I don't, yeah, he does. He, he did. And, uh, I forget the guy's name, I do um, too. but he, he's done a bunch of college commencements and things like mm. that. Um, and I, I knew him through that stuff, but yeah, I mean, and that would be like the responsibility side of it. I think there's, that's where I think there's the two things that I think is yeah. important to point out Yeah, both the things we do, but also the things we just stop and enjoy. Well, and I think they can be both, mm. you know? Um, so like I've grown in my work or in our jujitsu training, mm. uh, the details are kind of little things, right? Yeah. Now, they can have big consequences, and, and they can be, you know, really meaningful. But the uh, concentrating on those details, so it, it, to me, and it's, it's, it's like making the bed thing. The idea is to sort of focus on the first step, and it mm. sets the rest of your day. Mm by focusing on that first step and really concentrating and reflecting on it. No matter the pace of the rest of the day, Mm. the fact that you took the time to sort of appreciate that first thing that you did Mm. or that one moment or that that simple task kind of sets you on your way. Now, I mean, you know, you were, uh, were you've been an athlete your whole life. Mm. And... You know, you, you step onto the football field or you step onto the mat or something like that, and it, it's all full of anxiety, mm. and it's you're inside of your head. But then that first play, right, that mm-hmm. first engagement when, when you're grappling, everything falls mm-hmm. away, right? Yep. And then you're just you're doing your thing. Yep. And there's something, like, if you appreciate it, there is peace in all of that, yeah. you know, even if it's active, even if it's yeah. something that, you know, it's yeah, going to be complex, sure. but it's that kind of first step. And I think 
you know that's what uh that general was talking about mm. with with making your bed it just gives you some order out of mm. what is otherwise sort of you know the universe's chaos yeah and, it, and i feel like it reminds me that it has to be intentional like you so i instantly thought of a yeah. story in football when i was in college because it was complex and oftentimes like people ask me what plays you're in i'm like i i don't know i mean i, I don't remember much about the game as far as what we played i remember the relationships, the times with the guys. That was back when the football team all lived in the same dorm. Yeah. We had a few others. And it was it was just a fun family environment. Yeah. And, you know, everybody left their door open. Well, I'm, these are the things I remember. But I do remember one game in particular. There was a guy I'd become friends with. He was at Henderson State. And Washington and Henderson is such a unique rivalry because we literally walk yep. to each yeah, other's yeah, field. It's, I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there was a guy that I got to know, Mark Mouton, and he was a linebacker and I was playing offensive line. And I remember – like I would end up, you know, trying to block him. He was really good. So I was unsuccessful at times, but he, we, I just remember really enjoying that. Like, but I had to be intentional to disengage from the chaos of just, you know, you're worried about your assignment and you're, you know, you got, yeah. there's a thousand things in your mind going on. So I had to be intentional to just kind of stop and all right, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to cherish. This is fun. And yeah. I know, I know, you know, well, and you brought it, you know, I've been talking about sort of mechanical things and work things and, and, you know, sports related things and stuff like that but the you know the real key to all of this is relationships like mm. you're talking about and so the little things in your relationships are you know those are huge mm. you know telling your wife and your kids that you love them every day mm. simple little thing but that a lot of people don't do but man that sets mm. your day yeah you know yeah that may be the best part of your mm. day every day mm. even when you're repeating it over yeah, and over and over again sure. you know and and so uh it, it's i don't know i associate simple things little things with uh gratitude mm. and with humility and with uh you know peace and so that's that's the appeal for me mm. in, in those things, you know, and it, it's, and that take the active part of it is an appreciation of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you can do those things and you can go through the motions and you mm. can take it all for granted. And there's plenty of people do that. And I, sometimes I have to do that. We were talking about mm. going to the gym the other day. Yeah, you don't really want to sure. be there, <laughs> yeah, but you just, you know, but you just do it. Mm -hmm. But then by doing it, it makes your day better. And it may not be the activity. It may be the relationship. Mm. It may be the, um, you know, the the sort of moment of peace in an otherwise chaotic mm. world. What do you feel like prevents us from capturing these little, doing these little things? And do you, is it is it our pace of life? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, it. It's a lot of things. Yeah. There's so many. <laughs> We're easily distracted. For sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like my dogs, you know, seeing squirrels and uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, fish with the shiny bait going by. Yep. <laughs> you just yep. sort of grab onto what's in front yep. of you. And our world has so many things mm -hmm. grabbing onto you, right? Mm -hmm. Grabbing your attention. And um, I think it's important to remember that uh, you've got choices. Uh, because a, a lot of times when I get caught up 
and the world becomes too complicated and, and, and too chaotic, mm. it's because I feel like I'm being swept along. And uh, it's a wave that I can't really ride, and it's mm. j- I'm just kind of tumbling out of control. Mm. Uh, and so you try to find this place where you sort of, you know, it's like what surfers do. You accept the wave. You know, it is more powerful than <laughs> you. You yeah. don't get to fight against it, mm. right? But if you just completely collapse, it's just going to mow you under. Mm. And so you got to find a way mm. to kind of, you know, find that slot. And the thing is, that slot's a choice, right? Mm. And 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 so y- you, uh, <laughs> I could, I got a million things to do today. And I could choose to just be overwhelmed by that and be negative about it and uh, say, you know, it's it's too much and there's anxiety in anticipating all of it. Or I could just take that first step, mm. see where the day brings me and mm. appreciate that this is a part of life mm. and, you know, make decisions that are going to be positive and, and optimistic. Mm. And that's, you know, to me, that's the same as choosing good versus evil, Mm. you know, those little decisions all day long and just kind of, um, you know, finding the one that's appreciative and Mm. humble and peaceful. And that's kind of, uh, for me, that's a better path. I've had to really rediscover that in the last mm. couple of years because, mm. uh, you know, and I, I've ha- I changed my job mm. to do that. And, uh, you know, I've worked really hard on my relationships to do that. So it's not like it's without work or intention, but I'm in a much better place yeah. because of that and, mm. and trying to, you know, making sure that I'm not swamped, I'm not swept under, mm-hmm. but I'm also not just, you know, giving in to the chaos and, yeah. and, and to the kind of, you know, the um, desperation. I have a friend of mine, he talks about, uh, he has a phrase that he would often repeat, and we joke with each other, he said, live above the mess. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, to your point, there's always stuff pulling for your attention or your, you know, all of this. And you kind of have to be above all that and have the right perspective to kind of see clearly because it, it can really easy if you get caught in all that. Yeah, it just changes everything. I, I love yeah. that, that phrase is stuck with me, though. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like it's it's I can enjoy, I can enjoy and I can make the most of doing the little things in life with a great attitude, by the way, when my perspective's right. Yeah. Well, and there's this like, um, you know, a, a spiral of despair is a very real thing. And I think anybody who's lived enough life will understand that that's a real thing. Mm. And if you gave in to that, you know, it's over. Mm. You really don't have anything to live for. So you've got to work at that, mm. right? Because you know that's kind of on the boundary out there. And so you've got to have some intention. You've got to have some order. Mm. Uh so that you don't fall into that. Yeah. But then on the other side is kind of trying to do everything, yeah. right? Trying to be everything to everybody. 
and you know trying to be perfect all mm -hmm. the time which you can't really do either mm. you know and and because nobody's perfect mm. and so it it's it's this you know it's that middle way that we're always yep. talking about yeah. and yeah. and sort of finding that slot and and uh you know uh those the, the little things the simple things um i think you know the, they can mark that order and that daily fight against that despair. Mm. Um, but I'm also a little bit OCD, mm. right? And so if I do too much of it or if I get too focused in, um, that's not good either, mm. right? That's too much chaos. Balance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Balance so is, it, yeah. Right. It's all fine and balanced. Yeah. It's all fine in that kind of middle way. As a as a professor, you know, do you, for a student listening, you know, that's like maybe they haven't learned to do the little things well when it yeah, comes yeah. to being successful yeah, in yeah. school. <laughs> is there any advice you would give just for yeah. doing little things well to succeed as a student? Yeah. Yeah. Stop worrying and do the work. Mm. I mean, it, it, and it's, it's, it's that simple. And enjoy that. Mm. Right. Don't. It doesn't have to be. Everybody associates school with anxiety. Mm. That's not the way to learn, hmm. right? The, that's, yeah, that's a great, that's a great observation. The way to learn is is with hope and optimism and, and excitement about what you're getting to learn. Yeah, yeah and yeah. discovery. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. you know, and renewal and yeah. all that kind of beautiful stuff yeah. that learning should be, because. Mm. When you're, I guarantee you, when you're learning outside of school and you're learning all the time, mm. you're not anxious about it. Mm. You're just taking it in. Or, you know, you go to the gym because you want to. That's right, yeah. Because you're, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Mm. It's exciting. Mm. It's something new. It's, it's discovery, right? It's creation, mm. right? And it's appreciation of that. Mm. Um, and so for students, I think they, they get caught up in the test. They get, get caught up in the anxiety of it. And they're worried about, whether they're good enough and they're whether worried about, you know, whether they're, they're worthy mm. and college students have this horrible thing where, um, well, I equate it to, uh, I know it's a, it's a problem with cancer patients. Uh, cancer, cancer patients don't like to take their medicine, uh, because taking their medicine means that they're admitting to dying. Hmm. Um, I think a lot of students, if they aren't the best student in the world, right? For a student who it's easy, I think they, they appreciate it a little yeah. bit more and they, they don't worry about it as much and the anxiety is not there. But a student who's not so great and then they've got tremendous anxiety about it, they feel like doing the work, taking the test is like taking the medicine. Mm. It's good for them. They need to do it. They need to take that step. But they associate it with failure. Mm. They associate it with dying, mm. you know? Yeah. And so my advice to them always is quit worrying about the consequences. Mm. Just do the work. Do the work. Take the step. I mean, mm. wake up in the morning. This is your hour to study. Whether you got something to study or not, you know, whether it ends up being productive or not, just do, do it. it. No, that's interesting because I spent, I was the, 
a very unwise student the first three years of my college career. And I, I procrastinated. Oh, man, I lived in that anxiety you're talking about. Yeah. In my last uh, year, particularly my last semester, I was like, you know, I'm going to try a different approach. Yeah. I'm actually going to do the work. Yeah. On time, I'm gonna get the details. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock all this yeah. out, and it was an amazing. I literally had the thought, why? I mean, it was an it is a polar opposite experience. And and you have more time. Oh, and you're happier. And my free time, I actually enjoyed instead of being stressed. I'd be yes. hanging out with friends prior to that, stressed out because I knew I wasn't doing the work. Yeah. And I knew that anxiety only builds when you don't do it. And, and your it, free time gets better. It's, it's, your free time is a reward. It's such a you simple know? answer, man. It's like it, you do the work, but you meet a lot of students who this is yeah. the struggle. Am yeah. I going to be willing to do the little things, which is partly you said, yeah. you mentioned a time thing. Am I going to take initiative to set a time to where this is going to happen? And I at yeah. least create the window of opportunity. Yeah. Like I like yeah. that you said, maybe it's productive. Maybe it's not as productive, but you know what? You were intentional to make that time. And you can be proud of yourself for just doing it. That's right. Right. I'm doing the work. I'm yeah. That's right. And as a as a writer, as a professional writer, uh, that's that's the key to it, right? Mm. I've got days where it's horrible, <laughs> mm. and I, I I don't have anything to say, and I I don't you know I don't feel confident, and I, I'm questioning myself, and all that's kind of part of the process, but. Uh, but you, I, write, you write it, anyway. If you do it every day yeah. and you get up and you, you know, this is my slot to do it and mm. you do that every day, then you can get out of that hour or whatever and you can be proud that you just did it, that you mm. just made your bed, right? That you just, you know, that you listened to the breeze for a little while. Yeah. And if you're, if you do it with a heart that's full of appreciation, mm and humility that you can't control everything, mm. but you know, you have this gift that's in front of you, then it makes your work better. Mm. It makes it happier. Mm. You're gonna get results just because you're consistent yeah. with it. And, and you know, so whether you, you become brilliant all of a sudden or not, you're gonna get better at it. And then it makes your free time mm. that much better. Oh, and so it, and much it, better. It, you're actually free rather than worrying about the stuff that you should have done. Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. And I, it's encouraging. And I think, you know, and even if it, you know, we have some folks that listen that are not in college, but the majority of listeners are college students. And I think that's just a practical advice, even for, I think, for the rest of life. I mean, I think you've already yeah. spoke to that, how, yeah. Man, it's um. I have a lot of responsibility. I was telling some students the other day. This is like the best season of my life, and equally the hardest season of my life. For sure, I've they got often the, go together. <laughs> they, there you go. And it's like there's a lot of responsibility pulling at me, and there's a lot of things to get done. You know, what's my response to that? Right. Um, you know, this morning we had we got chickens at the house. Like uh, this over over COVID, that was it was healthy for us to do some projects, man. So we built yeah. a chicken coop. Yeah. Well, that's my knife thing too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, pro- like you gotta, gotta have projects. Yeah, so I'm gonna do something. So we built a chicken coop, built a pen, and uh, but we had something get the chickens. So on the way, I went to jujitsu yeah. this morning, and on the way back, Brooke calls and says, "Hey, some chickens are out." I'm like, "Uh oh." Cause we hadn't let them out yet. And so we go down there and one of them's trying to get in. And then we find, we see one dead outside of the pen and we are still trying to figure out what happened. But, but I say that to say like, 
you know, it was actually a, a, a teachable moment for... I'm sorry. Oh, dude, you're good. It was a really cool teachable moment for me and it was my, two of my sons were out there with me and I could tell, man, they were sad. They're like, man, yeah. this is... And one of my sons, he particularly really loves animals. So he was like, when, when I told him, I was like, look... And I didn't want to, I was like, oh, you don't have to look, you know, he was, he was sad, man. But it was a cool teachable yeah. moment that we had in the midst of a lot of responsibility and a lot of things. And it's, it does, man. I, yeah. I really appreciate what you're saying about slowing life down enough to stop and appreciate things that, you know, even, yeah. even to talk about, Hey guys, you know, this is part of it. And, you know, yeah. we, so let's bury this chicken. We got to bury him. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to do this. And well, and you know, th there's always a way. You know, again, I think sometimes there are things in life that are just bad and sad and, you know, they, no matter how you cut it, it's, it, it's going to be hard. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm a big believer in silver linings and a big believer in optimism mm. and, you know, even death for me is just a reminder to appreciate what I have while I'm living, you know? Yeah. And if you take it that way, you know, it, it's one of those little steps. It's one of those little things that, you, you know, it just sets your mind right. Mm. And you go on and, you you know, y y you can be you can be better from the experience. Yeah, you know well, like mean? case in point, the kids at first, you know, they named all these chickens, man. They got connected yeah. to them, but they haven't like spent any time with them. It's all me and me <laughs> right. and mama taking Absolutely. care of them now. Yeah. It's like now all of a sudden one of them gets killed. Now they all crying and be like, and now it's like, well, hey, you know what? Maybe y'all just start loving on these chickens again. Cause y'all <laughs> yeah. ain't, y'all ain't been around. Like what yeah. you talking about? You sad about these chickens? Where you been for two months? Yeah. You know? And so uh, I got, I told him, I was like, look, may, well, how about y'all start coming down here at night and helping me out with them? And we'll, yeah. You can pick them up, hold them, and yeah. Uh, and but it's so a little it, it less. Did, it kind of got their that, attention. Yeah, but it, it, you know, it's like that lesson, though. Uh, you know, they're going to go off to college themselves, and uh, they're going to remember to call their mama because they had exp that experience as a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. And, yeah, and that's that's one of those little things. Mm. that'll set your day right yeah and put you at peace yeah and y your world will be better and your yeah. relationships will be better because of that just you know and it's a little action based on an appreciation absolutely you know yes for sure yeah woods what do you like spiritually man what do you believe like about death and life after what, what's your kind of how would you describe yourself spiritually yeah so um I mean, I, 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 I'm a Christian, and I grew up a Christian, and uh, I, I grew up in, in the Episcopal Church, and I know it's a, you know, it's a different tradition than yeah, what no, you guys have, but it's, uh, you know, all the fundamentals are the same, hmm. you know. Uh, I, you know, and as, a, as an academic, uh, and as somebody who, who studies kind of uh, philosophy is part of what I do hmm. then you know I think about all of these kinds of things about you know what we know and what we don't know and what we can prove and what hmm. we can, what we don't what we can't prove and um you know the, the the 
what it comes down to for me, and I, I, I'm not the kind of person who kind of personifies God or who has really much concern about what happens to me after I die. Hmm. But that mainly comes from a belief in love Hmm. and love as God. And I know that's real. And I see that in my day-to-day life. Hmm. And, you know, whether, (laughs) you know, whether that is a bunch of, like, if it's just chemistry, that's one way to explain it. Hmm. If it is something, you know, metaphysical and spiritual as another way to explain it, doesn't really matter to me because hmm. I know it's real and I know that positivity and that optimism helps the people around me. Hmm. And I know that that love binds me to uh, other people, hmm. um, whether dead or alive. Hmm. It binds me to a moral commitment that goes beyond myself. Hmm and I think is kind of universal no matter what Hmm. spiritual practice you have. Hmm. For sure. And so, you know, if you take the Bible seriously and God actually is love, then, you know, that's all I need. I don't, Hmm. it doesn't get that much more complicated Hmm. Than that yeah. for me spiritually. Yeah. No, and I asked because I think, you know, I'm sure at some point, you know, you and I may disagree on some things, but I, I asked because I think it's healthy. Dude, I love having conversations with you. I've learned a ton from you over the years. Yeah, and I've learned from you. And I think our, man, I, I just, it's sad to me. I think we're losing the ability to have conversations with people and, uh, and even have disagreements and be willing to be like, oh, like, and learn from people. Yeah. Like, dude, I, it makes me sad, but I, you know, man, I just appreciate you because like, you know, you mentioned changing jobs earlier, you know, and I remember hearing about that and then asking you about it. And it was such a cool example that you had, I think your words were like, you didn't want to keep chasing the, what you, it was the phrase of like, essentially like some ladder that the world's made of where you're supposed to go. Yeah, it's right. like, I'm going to evaluate my life and say, wait, where do I need to be? Yeah. And you were willing to kind of get off of the, the world made ladder, which I think would say always go up. Right. Yeah. Cause from a world's perspective, you took a different step. Yeah. The world would say down. I would say it was the best step forward you could ever no, take, which was, it was your fit. Yeah. Man, I, that was such a great example to me. And I'll always remember, I'll always remember that. Cause who right. does that? Yeah. I mean, that, and I think how, let me ask you this, how much of that shift allowed you to do the things you've been talking about on this podcast? Like really? So do oh, you feel like it was a big shift that opened up for you? Oh, it means everything to me. And it, you know, part of it came from a, I was in the hospital about two years ago mm, and had I remember uh, that. bad effects from a staph infection. Mm. Uh, that wasn't from the gym. It was from something Just, else, but, yeah. uh, and then I had, this thing called C diff, which is something that you get when you're you take all these antibiotics and your body stop, uh, stops producing good bacteria, uh. and uh, in your gut, and so it kills everything in your gut, and it's just it's horrible. It's like having dysentery, <laughs> and uh, so it was that was pretty bad. And I was in the hospital for for two weeks, 
and not back to back. I had a week mm. in between and then had to go back to the hospital. But it, uh, that kind of started me thinking a lot. And I knew it, that at that time you were currently still a Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. I was still a Dean. And I was still, you know, I was under a lot of stress. My wife was working a mm. lot and you know, our, our, my kids were, my son was going off to college and my, my uh, everybody's anxious and uptight and mm. it just, it was time for a change. Mm. And, and the work was part of that, but also, you know, it's relationships and other things, but sure. it, you know, and I, I started going outside again and trying to go camping and hunting and oh, fishing and cool. things like that. Yeah. And that, that was part of it. Mm. Uh, but I, yeah, I like, and I also, I turned 50 this year. Mm. And so, you know, the <laughs> midlife crises are, are cliche, but they're also, um, they're real. There's, there's a point in your life where you're building and you want to do what's best for your family. Mm. And there's probably some kind of biological imperative there mm. that, hey, I got to get as much as I can, as fast as I can so that I can protect my family, which mm. is, you know, not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But you lose perspective in all of that. And so if, if you do believe that, you know, I want to do the best I can every day and I want to make the most of this opportunity that I have for life, you know, am I, you know, am I being swept along by the wave or do I, you know, what control mm. of it over it do I have? And, you know, how you work and, and who you work for mm. and all that kind of stuff is part of that, mm. part of that decision. And my wife and I talk about it all the time right now because she turned 50 this year too. Mm. And we're like, okay, you know, say we got 40 years left, right? What do you want to do with that time? And is it mm. more of what you're doing? Mm. And is that arc taking, you know, and we both kind of decided we want to spend more time, you know, helping people mm. and, you know, nurturing our relationships and, and mm. doing that kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, at, at some point, particularly after you've built a career and you've invested so much in it, um, it takes kind of active courage to just step back and, and say, you know, hey, there, there's, I get to define what my life mm -hmm. is. And it's not going to be these material things and it's not going to be, you know uh mm. what s somebody's else somebody else's expectations are yes and i'm you know, sure. constantly redefining myself i don't have everything figured out by any stretch mm. you know and i'm a 50 year old man it's <laughs> like <laughs> you would think <laughs> that i had it together but no it's every day mm. and it's every day sort of figuring out something new but that's mm. also part of you know the appreciation the joy of, mm -hmm. of being able to even make that decision every day is, is kind of a wonderful no, thing. No, that's that's awesome. I, I do think you're right. So I'm 10 years behind you. I turned 40 last. I'll turn 41 next month. Yeah. And there that was the first year where I kind of started reflecting on, like, like really reflecting on my life. It was weird. Yeah. It was like, I, didn't, I mean, all the, I mean, you have milestones, you know, yeah. 16, 20, you know, you have these 25, you know, 30s, kind of like, wow, I'm in my 30s. But yeah. it wasn't really. Your, 40, last year, your last year of college is kind of yeah, a big one where you start sure. to think about, oh, but wow. But 40s, like, yeah. I, I, for the first time, was like, man, really thinking about my life? And yeah, like, man, I, yeah. I, 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 there's a quote I really like, and I don't know, it was somebody from, I think it was like a World War II quote or something from a pie. I don't know, but it was awesome. It said, uh, each man should live with his own death before his eyes. Yeah. 
And I really like yeah. that. You know, there's a lot of wisdom in because it forces you to kind of think like along the lines of what you're saying. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. what what am I going to give these years to? What do I really want to? Yeah, it yeah. helps you evaluate and prioritize. Like, wait a second, I'm running the rat race over here, and these are not the things I want to give my yeah. time to. I've got to yeah. shift gears here. And, and it's funny we hear that wisdom all the time, and you, you see it all over the place. And I mean, it's it's like in you know so many stories and and so many things, but we still get caught up, you know, mm. and uh, some of it you you can't help. It's like you mm. know, and it, because it's not just your own expectations; mm-hmm. it's other people's. And so you you know we're never sort of on an island. We are built on these these other relationships, mm-hmm. and those matter. And yep. but it's also life is kind of a, in some way it's a process of building positive relationships, but it's also kind of getting away from expectations of others and becoming kind of mm-hmm. a whole person mm-hmm. on your own. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And that takes a, um, you know, th- there's a lot of lessons that are involved in that. For sure. You know? And it, it sometimes it takes some life to do that. Mm. And I, I've always wanted to be wise ever since I was a little mm. kid. Uh, you know, wisdom was more important to me <laughs> than, than being smart. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean that I'm I, I'm necessarily good at that, or I'm I'm any wiser than anybody else. Uh, so, it's a, uh, yeah. I mean, it's lifelong struggle. No, that's uh, good. Well, and I think I f- I'm with you, man. I feel like the old, and I'm I'm ten years, but but I do feel like the older I've gotten, it's allowed me to, you know, they say your twenties are kind of your figuring out stage. I don't know why I wish someone would have just kind of shook me and been like, hey, like. Don't forget, like, you need to soak up this moment. Like, even though you're yeah. in a season of question marks and you're trying to figure a lot of things out, there's a whole lot of things to really absorb in life. And now the older I've gotten, and I'm talking about little things like rain or little, yeah. we'll, we'll see a frog in the yard and yeah, yeah. we'll just sit and slow down and be like, oh, you know, and stop what we're doing to appreciate, yeah. or we'll, a turtle. We live, it's kind of cool, man. We get all kind of stuff around our house. I know. Well, and it's a great thing about Arkansas, right? It is, man. I, and I, you... you <laughs> If you stop in traffic to pick up a turtle out of the middle of the road, I mean, there's nothing better in your day than that. <laughs> it's pretty you know? That's exactly right, man. That's the good stuff, man. Yeah. And it is, man. But I, I feel like, you know, and then don't get me wrong. I still have days where I'm living so fast paced that I don't stop. And, and those days are dry. I don't like those days, man. Yeah. Like learning to do the little things, whether it's yeah. doing my the little things with work or whatever, you know. Yeah. They feel lost. You know, yeah, it's like if you're not conscious of it, mm. right, and you're not doing something sort of intentional behind it, or, or, or you know, making it into something good, mm. then it, it, it's it's sort of tedium, right? Mm. And it's yeah. it, it's like lost yes. time. Yeah, and I don't get obsessed about time. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, it, you know, it, it's I don't feel like every minute I gotta be sort of driving towards something, but. Well, um, that's the beauty of appreciating little. So yeah. One of those little things is is yeah. a time where you have to get to do nothing and yeah. you feel good about it, but right? I, yeah, and I I don't like those gaps. I don't yeah. like that sense of you know regret mm. that I you know I did that time without reflection mm. or that it wasn't something that you know where I was making the world a better 
place mm. by the actions that I was taking. Mm. Uh, and so sometimes those are, uh, you know, it's easy to not appreciate all the little things that you do that culminate in something that actually help other people. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of those. And But that's just an appreciation thing. Yeah. And so if you just, you know, if you took a minute and you reflected on it and thought, all right, yeah, that was tedium. Felt like I lost forever. But what are the results of that? Mm. Did something? Did somebody get something positive from that? And then you know, if you can say yes to that, then hey, you yeah, know, it's all right. Yeah, that's okay for sure. But if you're spinning your wheels on something that ultimately didn't really make a difference, mm. that's the kind of lost time that that I. It's hard to accept. Yeah, it's I'm hard to you. accept. Yep. You know, and the older you get, the harder it is to accept. Yeah, it's, a, it's opposed to when you're doing things that you feel really good about and little things that, that add up to being a really big deal. But then when you do have a time to rest or a season of rest, you enjoy it and appreciate it because you've you've kind of earned that, right? Yeah, like yeah. It feels a lot better yeah. than... Yeah, so it's interesting, right? There's a, there's a relationship between the simple and the complex or the small and the big, Yep. you know? And figuring Absolutely. that out is a... Is a you know. I feel like doing the little things equips you to do the big things well for sure or like like uh yeah. you mentioned communication and you know i mean i come from a divorced family so that's always heartbreaking it's like how does that happen well there's a million reasons why yeah but at some point i do know one thing at some point either somebody and the truth is both people were had a part in it stop doing some little things well yeah probably. like like yeah. like little things like hey every day i'm gonna make sure i tell this woman i love you i'm gonna yeah. tell my kids i love like well, right and and it's interesting that you bring that up because it, it reminded me of something that you were saying just a little while ago and, and about our relationship and being able to talk to people that, that you know, um, it, no matter who it is, whether you, you know, you don't have to agree on everything, but just being able to talk. And that yeah. takes that takes a kind of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. and I think what happens in a lot of people's relationships is that they stop being vulnerable with one another mm. and they stop sort of growing mm. uh, together mm. you know that things become static mm. and, they, and they become you know and because uh, the reason that we're able to talk is that you know I don't worry about you um you know, revealing something about me or stabbing me in the back mm. or, uh, you know, having some kind of bad intention. That's where trust mm -hmm. comes from, right? Mm -hmm. And then with that trust, I can be vulnerable with you and tell you what I really think about stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you're willing to tell me, but we're also accepting of whatever we get. Yeah, Right. true. Whether it's exactly. what, you know, so we're not this echo chamber, right? Yeah. I'm not telling yeah. you what you want to hear, which we, which we need. <laughs> and not, yeah. we need more of that. I mean, yeah. we do. And I, I don't, you know, and I think it applies to all relationships. I mean, that happens in marriage when you really, you might want your spouse to think the same way you do on something and they don't, yeah. Yeah. what are you going to do with that? And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, we, it's a healthy thing, man. And, uh, yeah. I keep thinking like, as you talk, it's like, I think one thing that I appreciate about you and the thing I feel like you've embraced, I've, I've heard people talk about be a lifelong learner. Yeah. And I feel like you've embraced that oh, and, and I respect that. And I think I identify with that. And so that's why I love yeah. talking with you because 
anytime you meet someone who you do meet people who the older they get, they, they actually, they feel like they start figuring it out. Oh, I do have it all figured out. Now they may not say that, but by their actions and the way you talk, they, 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 they think they do. So it's really fun to come across people who I think to me, that's the first type of wisdom. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Like there's some wisdom in that, like admitting, like, look, I, and I'm good with saying, I don't know. I'm good. There's a lot I still have to figure out. That's Socrates, man. That was that's it. right. Man. So, you know, I, uh, I appreciate it. I think that's one, I think that's the common ground that I've connected with you on. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's what, yeah. um, I think it's healthy for no matter who you're talking to, man, I've had students, uh, talks to students on campus who believe vastly different than me, but I've always enjoyed those conversations. And oh, I think yeah. they have too. Yeah. Cause it's they, great, man. Yeah. It's great. Like it, yeah. because if, and if we're learning, if and, we're learning, we're, yeah. that's right. And, and if, you, if you're humble and you realize that you don't know everything, then you're going to be open to those conversations. That's right. Yeah. And then you can make a decision about them. Yes. You know, but if you don't have the conversation or if you're in kind of your own bubble, yeah, you know, you, you never know. And to me, that's kind of what education is about. Mm. And that's what college is about is that I want, you know, go out and try a bunch of stuff on. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be a different person because of that. Uh, in fact, what usually happens is people become a more self-assured and mature person mm. than what they started yeah. with. And it may just be reinforcing ideas that they mm-hmm. already had. For sure. You know, I don't know anybody who went to college and changed all of their religious and political beliefs. I don't mm. know a single one. Mm. You know? Yeah. I do know people that have questioned their stuff a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But very often, it just reinforces, you know, the best of the good stuff that they learned growing up. Yeah. You know? And it makes them, and it, it makes it their decision too, yep. rather than somebody else's. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's and, I, that's, and that's, that's growing like. up, right? Well, and that's what's so fun. You know, I we both, I guess, have the privilege of working with students, and huh. it's such a fun, it's strategic the best thing in the world. season. It really is. <laughs> it's the best thing in the it's world. It's fun. It's it's a hard. I think that's why I love trying to help any way I can. Some, you know, sometimes I mean I'm learning from them too, but it's uh yeah, but it is yeah, but it is neat time. to uh to it uh, to. to help any way we can because it is a, a strategic where there's a lot of navigating and there are a lot of and i think you know yeah it's yeah. good man so. yeah yeah and uh so i i'm gonna give you one last thing okay just yeah. a, as a piece of advice yes please uh for the college students out there uh our biggest problem in arkansas is um it's not a lack of uh smarts it's not a lack uh you know Sometimes it's a lack of knowledge. Uh, it kind of depends on where you're from and mm-hmm. what you've been exposed to. But it's not a lack of smarts. And um, so our biggest issue in Arkansas is people's confidence. Mm. They don't believe that they can do something, you know, meaningful wow. with their lives. And so, you know, for all of your listeners out mm. there, it, it, it's about <laughs> that little step that you take every day to kind of work on your studies or, or, mm. or sort of reflect on what you're doing. Mm. Um, that is, that's going to give you your confidence. It's just mm. sort of doing it and be sure that by going through the motions, by doing the little things, mm that you're going to get somewhere. It's going to get better. You're going to be a better you, mm. right? 
And so the, the only people that, that fail in this are the ones that sort of talk themselves out mm. of being able to do it, mm. you know? But mm. I have yet to meet a person who can't do this, who can't mm. do college, who can't That's get good. through it. And, you know, everybody's got a little thing that they got to work on, but everybody can do it. Mm. I, I mean, <laughs> that's awesome. no, I, I'm, I'm serious. And so, well, you know, you so be that. confident. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, no, please believe in yourself. Cause that, that, that's like, none of this will happen. Mm. Um, and you know, appreciating the little things and being a courageous person and mm. being a trusting person and being mm -hmm. a loving person really doesn't happen without, um, some, some self-esteem mm. and, and some confidence. Mm. Uh, so, you know, go, you, you got this, you know, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? That's good, man. You got that's, this. that's a good word. And you've certainly yeah. got the perspective to say that and to see that. And oh, so yeah. I appreciate you sharing it. Oh uh, yeah. How long have you been a professor now? Uh, uh, I've been teaching in college for 25 years Come and I've on. been at tech for this, uh, 20 years. Nice. So, Bro. So, yeah. yeah. So I think, you, yeah. you know, that's worth listening to then. If yeah. you're saying that with 25 years of experience, I think that's worth. Yeah, worth noting. So maybe. That's, <laughs> no, man, that's good. Well, maybe. That's, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming on today and uh, grateful for you and the influence you have yeah. on students. And I know I've talked with a few who were just, they referenced a conversation they had with you uh, yeah. where you really helped them have some discernment on some things. And I think that's neat. Well, back at you, man. I mean, it's, uh, this is my relationship with you and, uh, what we do, you know, uh, at the gym and then what you do outside of that and our shared stuff with mm. the university, uh, you know, it, it's one of the relationships that, that I, I most uh, cherish. Mm. So man, I appreciate it's it. It's fun, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you, Dr. Woods. By the way, I was thinking about this, man, do I, on the podcast, do I call him, I mean, I call you Woods. <laughs> I, I, I want to respect that doctor you are. Am I supposed no, to be Dr. Woods? Like, I, don't, I ain't trying to disrespect my bro. So I'm, <laughs> I, I don't take it that way. So I know, man. Doctor, you, you, doctor you always that? sounds weird to me. It's like, right, you know, because well, if, if somebody gets sick, I'm not helping. I'm, I'm going to put on the title. I'm putting on the title, Dr. Woods. That's cool, Dr. Jeff Woods. So. All right. Well, thanks, thanks so much. And thank you guys for listening in. We, uh, we're hopeful that there's some things you heard that will challenge you as you just think about life and how you can make the most of just doing the little things, appreciating the little things in life. And so until next time, I'm Justin Myrick encouraging us to, to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.